Good afternoon, Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design Franchise here for this week's Embedded Executive Podcast. This week, my Embedded Executive is Peggy Carriers, and she is the Global Vice President of Sales Enablement and Supplier Development at Avnet. How are you, Peggy? I'm great, Rich. Thanks for having me here today. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. So it's good when someone says they're great. Um, hopefully, you're telling the truth about that one. <laughs> Um, good. So I saw something that came across from Avnet about the um, uh, the chip shortage, and it was alluding to the fact that it's actually gotten worse than it was a year from now. And I was sort of the under impression that things were getting better. So is it really worse now than it was a year ago, or is it very specialized? You know, depending on what application you're in. Or is it just across the board worse and why? Yeah, so we did an engineer insights uh, survey and reached out to our, our global engineering community. And, you know, perception lags reality. Um, but when I talk to customers, even though we hear in the news at an aggregate level, the market might be getting better, they still can't get parts to finish their designs. Um, they can't get, um, you know, a, a diode or uh, an MCU we still have extended lead times in the market. And if you look at like 2019, uh, before the whole 2020 um, pandemic started, you know, we had lead times in the area of four to 10 weeks. We're still not anywhere near having those lead times. Why? Well, that's a good question. Um, the throughput cycle time for a semiconductor is anywhere from 18 to 26 weeks. Uh, and a lot of that is in the front end. The front end fab cycle time is probably the longest, up to about 22, 23 weeks of fab process time. Back end encapsulation is about uh, four to six weeks when there's no constraints. Mm -hmm. This industry was able to sustain shorter lead times by having these massive die banks. And they would stage wafers um, waiting for that first demand in the back end to go drive, do I do a through hole? Do I do a QFP, a PLCC? and they would saw the wafers from the dye bank. That dye bank has been completely depleted. And we really don't see that getting back to any kind of a normal uh, mode until maybe mid 24. Ouch, mid 24, okay. But what you're talking about is more complex stuff. When we started talking about simple parts like diodes and capacitors and stuff. They don't have the same cycle time that, that you just described or, or do they? Yeah, actually they do. So if you look at the front end fab cycle time, really the, the shortest cycle time for a fab is anywhere from nine, all, like I said, all the way to 22 weeks. For a diode? Um, for a diode, for fab, for a wafer fab. It when takes you've got a, hours to pump those out. No, it doesn't work that way, right? There's still a process. Um, I started my career at Motorola. We invented Six Sigma. So unfortunately, it's a, uh, a quality-based uh, industry. So there's a lot of quality controls, even, even for a diode, even for an op amp, it takes that long for it to get to get to finish good state. So you're gonna bring me down a path I wasn't intending to go with this quality. There's so much black market stuff out there. Um, how do you guys ensure that what, what you're selling is, is the real McCoy? Yeah, and this is the value of, of having an authorized distributor. We deal directly with the manufacturers. We are a broad line across all the regions. And we deal where we are an authorized distributor. So 
you know that the product you're getting from Avnet is legitimately from the manufacturer. But how do you know the product that you're getting is legitimately from the manufacturer? Because we get it directly from the manufacturer. We don't we don't buy from other avenues. So everything comes directly from the manufacturer. So if if, if there's a shortage, you're not going out and, and looking, you're just telling people, sorry, you're out of luck. Oh, we don't say, sorry, you're out of luck. There's a lot of things in between, like, you know, trying to get drop dead quantities, working in jointly with the, with the suppliers to try to get um, at least some product out for our customers. And we do that all day long. But if you're referring to, you know, gray market and all of that, we, we don't play in that. Okay. And are you assisting people to do redesigns to work with products that are available? And yeah, absolutely. That's that's a big part of what we do. So one of my roles is to lead our, our design strategy globally and working with customers. In fact, I just got off of a call with a customer. Um, and some of the things we're telling them to do in design is um, to, first of all, work more closely with their sourcing organization. It used to be you do the design and you throw it over the wall, but you really do have to design for sourceability and manufacturability. Um, so things like, you know, blind copy design, not necessarily the best approach to your design because you should be reviewing the full bill of, bill of materials for, um, for risk and to, to mitigate that risk. Um, so AB designs, when you're talking about, you know, microcontrollers, it's really hard to swap it out when it's already in production, but it's equally hard to swap out some of the standard products, even a, a connector, um, some of the passives. It's, it's not as easy as you might think it is. So that front-end design and what you what you put into it, the effort you you put into it is really important. Okay. So it sounds like I'm doing, as an engineer, I'm doing multiple designs and hoping that one of those parts is available when it comes time to at least go to prototype. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we've got over 2,000 engineers at Avnet. So we, we're, we're considered a, a technical value-add distributor. Um, but our engineers sometimes are like an emergency room physician. You, you walk through the door, you, you don't really know what you're going to get, and you have to be adaptable. Sometimes it's from first sketch, and you're helping them drive the very first part of that design, but all the way to, I've got a part issue. I need to be able to you know, resource it and reswizzle this design. Can you help me? The further we can get up in that design cycle, the better and more effective that you know, the process is to get it to market. Okay. And then um, is it very application focused? Is, are we still seeing it's, it's bad in automotive and it's going to be bad for a long time? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, when we look at the uh, verticals, uh, those that tend to be driven by end consumers, so um, consumer, compute, wireless, um, we're seeing a little bit of a decline there. But because we're in this pervasive use of electronics I'm sorry, and everything. Hold on. When you say a decline, a decline in what? Well, demand and demand, you've okay, seen it in the it. news. Yeah, when you look at you know com uh, personal computers, PCs, or or uh, cell phones, you know the consumer spending power is down. Right, the cost of money is higher. Uh, inflation is still very high, so it, it makes it difficult for end consumers to buy luxury goods. But because of the pervasive use of electronics and everything, we're building out an infrastructure to support that. So. Things in industrial and looking at the quote to cash, when you have infrastructure funding some of this, um, it's still going up and to the right. Transportation, you know, we're kind of at this, um, this changeover in what does mobility look like and, and how is it sourced and, and fueled. Um, so that's, that's huge. The 5G networks, you know, I have a 5G phone that doesn't work very well in a lot of places because the infrastructure is not there to support it. 
So we're seeing that up and to the right. Okay. All right. So you are not the uh, the bringer of good news here. Well, I think there's actually a lot of good news and innovation. Um, you know, I work with designers all, all day long and, you know, some of the cool applications and, and rising to meet challenges of the world, right? We have a, a lack of talent. So how do we automate? In medical, there's some great um, advancements in medical uh, to help people take control of their own health. So there's a lot of positive stuff out there. I just don't have any chips in my pocket. <laughs> Not today, at least. Very exactly. good. Exactly. Thank you very much, Peggy. I appreciate you taking the time. All right. Thanks, Rich. Great talking to you. That was Peggy Carrier. She is the Global Vice President of Sales Enablement and Supplier Development at Avnet. And I'm Rich Nass with Open Systems Media.